for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning as we're continuing through the Bible, we're going to look at Zechariah chapter number 3. Now remember, Zechariah is an Old Testament prophet who was sent by God back to Jerusalem to help assist and lead Israel as they rebuilt the temple and rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem. And he was mainly in charge of reestablishing the worship of God in Jerusalem. And in the book of Zechariah, God gives him these visions about what God's going to do uh, in Israel and in the world throughout the history. And here's what he says in verse number one. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Now that word resist there literally means accuse. God says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. We, we see it in Job when he stands before God accusing Job of only worshiping God because he's good. We, we see it in the book of Revelation where the accuser of the brethren stands before God rebuking us and, and reminding God of, of our sin and how wicked we are. And that's what's going on here. Uh, Satan is accusing the high priest Joshua, who was the leader of Israel at this time, of being undeserving of God's mercy and God's grace. And look at verse 2. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebukes you. Is not this the branch plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed, clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. So in this vision, Satan is standing before God next to Joshua the high priest, accusing Joshua and Israel of being dirty and sinful and wicked. And as Joshua stands before God, he is filthy. He is covered in his filth and his dirt and his sin. And he is standing before the King of Kings unworthy and undeserving. But God says, even though he doesn't deserve it, even though he's undeserving, I'm going to accept him. I'm going to clean him and make him one of mine. It's a beautiful picture of what salvation does for us. When Jesus came to earth as a perfect sinless man, and he, he lived a sinless life, completely fulfilled the law, and he died on the cross, he died for our sins. His sin, our sins, were placed on him. And as he hung on the cross and died in our place, he died for us and instead of us. As he took the punishment due us, when God looked at him, he didn't see a perfect sinless son of God. He saw sin and he poured out his wrath on sin. But because Jesus was perfect, because he was a sinless son of God, dying for sins that weren't his, his sacrifice was accepted as payment for our sins, and He rose again three days later to redeem us to God the Father and show that that sacrifice was accepted. And through His death, burial, and resurrection, we are not just saved. We are not just given a ticket to heaven. We are cleansed. We are clean. The Bible says it in, in James, says if you confess your faults, He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. We are filthy before God, but Jesus through his death, burial, and resurrection has made a way for us to be clean. Let's thank God for cleaning us up today, for doing for us what we could never do. Thanks so much for joining us for our word of the day. 
be sure to be back here tomorrow as we continue through Scripture. Have a blessed day. Thank you.